stories, spirituality, pathways, and aliens. You're here on The Long Road Home. Hello, everybody. I'm Chad. And I'm Emily. And welcome to another minisode of The Long Road Home. Woohoo! Guys, we are destroyed today. Uh, we So we had some technical difficulties yesterday. We went and got our coronavirus shot uh, at some point. So we weren't able to do the minisode. That, and we were like, we'll just do it tomorrow in the we'll morning. We'll be fine. Ugh. Oh, my God. That what second, a rough night. Second shot really, really pounded my ass because, oh, man, am I tired. My back hurts everything hurts that's true <laughs> it's gonna be worth it though it's gonna be it's gonna be worth it the microchips have Absolutely. installed now i can speak telepathically to my dog which is really cool so i'm grateful for the things that i gain from my shots so uh, i'm glad that the government's tracking me and uh i feel good about it yeah glad to be a part of the system yeah you know it feels good um definitely already took an epsom salt bath today probably will take another one later today because i I'm hurting, but it's okay. It's so worth it. Yeah, so as we come out of our uh, coronavirus fucking vaccine haze, we got a mini-sode for you today, and Me later, too. finally this week, we're going to have a regular episode. Yay! I'm so happy. We're back. Ugh, finally. Back in the New York room. Trying to be. <laughs> anyway. Well, Emily, it's uh, your turn to give us some stories this week. So, what do you got for us? Yes. So, I have a story for you guys, and then it's like kind of a part of a bigger story, and I kind of want to talk about that too. So, let's just start off with this one, and then we'll, we'll chat more. But uh, this one comes to us from NBC, and it's Mysterious UFO Disappears into Ocean in Newly Leaked Navy Video. Man, those Navy guys. They've they seen all sorts of stuff. The sky. They have. They've seen it all. Yeah. Eyes to the water in this case. Um, yes. Yeah. I think they see a lot of these. There's a different term for uh, unidentified aerial phenomena when it's something that seems to be coming out of the water. And I cannot for the life of me remember what it is. But this one seems similar to that because it's, uh, you can go watch this video and it's it's weird because the thing, the, the spherical object they're tracking just straight jumps into the water. Yeah, you can even hear on the audio somebody say it's splat. Did you see that splash? Yeah, super um, cool. Super cool. So let's talk about it. A dark object moves across the sky near a U.S. Navy stealth ship before suddenly veering into the water and disappearing. That's what unfolds in a recently leaked video of an unidentified flying object spotted off the coast of San Diego. Documentary filmmaker Jeremy Corbell shared the footage of the mysterious spherical flying object on Instagram. The Pentagon later confirmed that the video, believed to be from 2019, was taken by U.S. Navy personnel. Quote, whether this being is worldly or otherworldly, we don't know, said Corbell. It's just part of a much larger series of events that we're going to be learning about. Oh, so he keeps saying stuff like that. I it makes me excited. I don't know about you guys. He, in interviews, is heavily, heavily insinuating that um, this is going to be a part of a much bigger story as the government continues to leak uh, yeah, Jeremy, UAP info. Yeah, Jeremy Corbell, I have mixed feelings about him. I like the people that he interacts with. Uh, I don't know uh, so much about him. Uh, he doesn't really... Uh, 
seems like he's got a lot to say and not oftentimes doesn't have a ton of information to back it up with. But it is cool that he's out there uh, throwing stuff like this out into the stratosphere. I think it's really cool that this is continually, we're seeing more and more and more of these videos show up this year. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Do you disagree with Jeremy, Chad? No, not you in this case. I think I think it's coming. I, I fully um, endorse the idea that the government is slowly releasing these videos like we're just getting little pieces at a time so that way it doesn't all hit us in, like upside the head at once uh, and they're able to kind of just ease us into the fact that aliens and UAPs exist. But I mean, that's just me. Maybe <laughs> yeah. I'm a little woo-woo, but... Uh, no, you're, I don't think so at all. Especially I don't think so either. Yeah, I it's don't. pretty fucking normal for 2021. I think that's what's going to happen. I think that's what these videos are. I think that we're just getting like little taste tests of aliens and UAP until we're ready for the big picture. Yeah, I want to know what it is. Absolutely. I'd, I'd like, it's just like these, I know the images are grainy, but it's because they're like miles away from whatever it is that they're tracking. Right, and the thing is moving super fast. Yeah, it's zooming around. I want to know more. This is just the latest in a series of sightings of mysterious, unidentified flying objects. Last month, Corbell shared a video of another mysterious craft shaped like an upside-down pyramid flying um, near another U.S. Navy ship. So that is one that we've shared. Yeah. And talked about. Uh, check out the Discord for that link. <laughs> um, and in fact, pilots have been reporting sightings of what the government calls unidentified aerial phenomena for decades, with some events captured in leaked videos and others simply reported by pilots. Quote, there seems to be a lot of continuity there, and unfortunately, we just haven't been paying attention, said Chris Mellon, former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence. Uh, He also said, what we are seeing are a number of distinct different things. Sometimes we're seeing a 50-foot object that can travel at hypersonic speeds and seemingly go into orbit or come down from altitudes above potentially 100,000 feet. The latest footage is now being reviewed by the government task force, which will brief Congress on its findings next month. However, the details of this latest sighting, like other sightings in the past, may remain classified. Um, there is more that could be shared that will be shared with Congress for certain, but I don't see it coming to the public soon. That's also a quote from Chris Mellon. So yeah, we'll see if any more info comes out about it or if it kind of just gets, um, lost in the weeds, like so many other 2020 UAP videos. Yeah. They've kind of just been slowly just getting past Bob because there's so much other shit going on, obviously. Right. Um, but they are, it seems to me like the, uh, "Quote unquote mainstream media is starting to pick up on these a little bit more. It's like it's hot now. It's, it's hot. hot. It's Isn't hot. That talk crazy? about UFOs. I yeah. mean, I remember that Tic Tac video was groundbreaking. The fact that like the U.S. Navy had got it, and then that the government released it and acknowledged it, like that was insane. And ever since that happened, we've actually seen like many sightings, and many of these have been acknowledged by our government." And we're, like, not even really talking about it. It's wild. No, because we're all miserable. <laughs> we're yeah. sad boy club. <laughs> it's That's true. You yeah. know, post-panorama. I get it. But I'm just saying, keep your eyes on the prize, people, because aliens are real and they're coming. I really think they are. It's only a matter of time until one shows up to consume us for nutrients. And no. I, for one, cannot wait. <laughs> no, that's not what they're here for. They're going to bring us utopia. Get that pessimist attitude out of here yeah maybe we'll have there s- are friends yeah with benefits yeah <laughs> exactly alien sex everyone alien no, sex that's the goal chad <laughs> yeah, you gotta oh, ruin a man. nice thing i did just want to say um there's a lot of people talking about how 
This UAP video um, is super weird because of the UFO disappearing into the ocean. But this is not the first of this type that we have seen. Uh, if you guys remember, I don't know if we've even talked about it. We might have talked about it. The Aguadilla UFO incident in Puerto Rico that took place in 2013. Very similar to this one. Um, unidentified object flying at a hyperspeed kind of disappears into the water. So, like, what's that shit about? Why are they going in the ocean? Yeah, I. there could be some stuff underwater that we don't know about. I, I mean, totally really, there's a lot of space it. down there that, you know, we just don't know what's going on. Don't know what's going on down there. They could all be uh, just floating around waiting for the time to show up. Have you heard of like the hollow earth theory and, and what, uh, how some people believe that our ocean is like connected to space? The ocean is connected to space now, huh? Yeah, they think that there's like some sort of like portal or like wrinkle in reality or something that's happening in the ocean. And so, um, like that's where the time wrinkle is, like deep down in the water. Yeah. And that so, would make sense. I mean, that could be a total possibility. There's like a portal down there and shit's just zipping, zip, fucking in and out. Right. And so, yeah. like, it's actually like you could get to the aliens by going through the ocean. Yeah. But we just haven't spent enough time down there. Yeah. Anyway, here's a just, hot take. It's just fun to think about. It is. So, I just listened to a No Sleep podcast yeah, about it. it was a scary story uh, about a hole that showed up in the earth. And it's about how the like he compared it. The, one of the guys in the story compares it to like when you make a sandwich and you clip off like some of the bread and the meat and the cheese and you throw it in the trash, and it just gets really rotten and gross, right? Uh-huh. And Earth is the bottom of the trash can, and that hole is what it could be, and oh. like a t- totally different like reality type scenario. And uh, the some of the people start jumping through the hole trying to get to whatever's on the other side. And the question starts, if you were, uh, something started coming out of your trash can, what would you do? You'd make sure it never did it again, right? Oh, yeah. no. So maybe they're starting to like scope us out. Oh, no. I don't know. I like to take a more optimistic approach. I like to go in line with like our UFO religions, our UFO prophets, um, who else? There was someone else that had a very similar theory. Can't remember. I cannot remember. Ah, COVID vaccine brain. It's inside me. Ah, I can't remember. It's like hurting me to try to remember that. But yeah, we've literally, this is not the first we've heard of like that sort of a theory. And that's just personally what I like to align myself is that like the aliens were like, you guys got it. This is your planet. You know, we have some people that have visited um, and they're, they're hanging out there just to like kind of keep it on it. But you guys got it. And then like they watch us and we're just like fucking it up and we're bombing each other and we're polluting the planet and we're like messing all these different things up. And then they're like, um, you guys don't look like you got it anymore. I think I think it's time for some for some interference. And then they come and pick us up and they help us. <laughs> that's what I that's what I think is going. Yes, Emily is ever the optimist. Yes. Yeah, I definitely hear more to the dark forest. Like we haven't heard any from anyone because when you do hear from someone, it's because we're all about to kill each other. That's what uh, real. I, I don't know. That's what I think. So don't we'll see what happens. Don't put that on me. <laughs> don't put the curse on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Let's do another story. Let's switch gears here. Um, So this one comes to us from BBC, and it's Belgian farmer accidentally moves French border. Oh, what a case of the Mondays. Oh, man. Did he just get his COVID shot? Uh, A farmer in Belgium has caused a stir after inadvertently redrawing the country's border with France. 
A local history enthusiast was walking in the forest when he noticed the stone marking the boundary between the two countries had moved 2.29 meters or about seven and a half feet, which, um, <coughs> fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> right? How are you going to notice that you're just like walking the border and he's like, mm, that looks about 2.29 meters off. <laughs> <sighs> Um, anyway, the Belgian farmer, apparently annoyed by the stone in his tractor's path, had moved it inside French territory. Instead of causing an international uproar, the incident has been met with smiles on both sides of the border. Quote, he made Belgium bigger and France smaller. It's not a good idea, uh, said David Laveau, mayor of the Belgian village of Urquelines. That sort of move caused a headache between private landowners, he pointed out, let alone neighboring states. The border between France and what is now Belgium stretches 620 kilometers, or about 390 miles. It was formally established under the Treaty of Kortrijk, signed okay. in 1820 after Napoleon's defeat at Waterloo five years earlier. Waterloo. <laughs> Different Waterloo. <laughs> the stone dates back to 1819 when the border was first marked out. That's pretty crazy. That's cool. Uh, they just have like fucking old ass stones and shit out there in it, Europe, just uh, marking borders. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a piece of history for sure. Um, yeah, it's just it doesn't a rock. look like a casual rock for you to move, though. It has the date eighteen nineteen on it. Yeah, well, that farmer uh, had way more important things to worry about than whatever was on that <laughs> rock. Honestly, you shouldn't be making Belgium bigger because remember they did atrocities in the Congo. Never forget that. They don't need to expand. Give France a little bit of that land back. Well, the mayor. Added with a laugh that, quote, he was happy that his town was bigger, but the mayor of... <laughs> These are all just very hard names. Bouzigny Sirac didn't agree. Yeah, this seems like a French thing to do to be angry about the rock moving. He was not as um, no, the rock, comical. The rock it. should be where it's supposed to be. Cheese. Smell it, cheese. <laughs> <laughs> this is our land. You dirty Belgians. <laughs> I don't yeah, that's, know. <laughs> that's as mean as Emily gets right there. <laughs> um, local Belgian authorities plan to contact the farmer to ask him to return the stone to its original location. If that does not happen, the case could end up at the Belgian Foreign Ministry, which would have to summon a Franco-Belgian border commission dormant since 1930. Mr. Laveau noted that the farmer could also face criminal charges if he failed to comply. Quote, if he shows goodwill, he won't have a problem. He will. We will settle this issue amicably. I don't understand why they can't just move it. Why does he have to be the one to do I it? I guess maybe it's on his property. He's the only like, one with a tractor. You did it. You got to move it back. I don't know. It is very interesting um, that it's up to him. And they're, they're, the ball is in his court. And if he does not respond amicably, then shit's gone down. Yeah, sounds like it. Well, I hope that Belgian farmer is able to move that rock exactly 2.2 meters back to where it needs to be. 2.29. But yes. Yes. All right. This last story comes to us from uh, The Mirror. Man who used KFC glitch to order 6,500 pounds. Well, that's pounds, the, the money, currency. The money pounds. Worth of chicken for free jailed in China. Yeah, this is, uh, that's interesting. Boy, what I would do for that much chicken. That's a lot of chicken. Yeah, I um, love it. Okay. A 23-year-old student who ordered... 6,500 pounds worth of free food after discovering a glitch in KFC's online ordering system has been jailed. The man named 
uh, the man named Zhu from China managed to swindle free chicken after discovering a loophole in the fast food giant's voucher system, which he used for six months. Nice. So it wasn't that much chicken all in one go. It was over the course of half a year. Yeah. But still, it's a lot of chicken. Whatever, man. I don't, it sounds like a them problem. It That's sounds like a KFC problem. Uh, I don't know why they jailed this man for taking advantage of something that they didn't fix. Well, he also shared the secret with four friends who collectively took a combined total of 15,500 pounds worth of food before they were caught. Hell yeah. Fuck the man. Yeah, fuck the system. Um, Ordering a takeaway via... Ordering takeout via KFC's phone app, Zoo was using a voucher in April 2018 when he discovered the glitch. Um, so wow, this yeah, this took place a couple oh, of yeah. years ago. A little older. Zoo was jailed for two and a half years and fined seven hundred pounds, while his friends were jailed for a period between thirteen months and two years. That's insane. So that That's means he like just time. got out of prison. He literally like <laughs> just shit. got out of jail from that's, taking advantage of this loophole. That, honestly, that's terrible. I don't like that. I'm a little. I'm getting angrier. The more we talk, read the story, the angrier I'm getting. I know. Can we start a, like so a GoFundMe okay. for this guy? Like, yeah. We just pay KFC back for him. So save Zoo. I'm not giving KFC money. I'm going to go steal their chicken now. Well, yes, I'm. Yes, that works too, Chad. <laughs> um. Between April and October that year, he effectively managed to generate endless free food vouchers by switching between the KFC app and the company store on WeChat, China's equivalent of WhatsApp. Using this method, he found that he could place an order using the voucher, but it would also still remain in his account. Zhu was using the hack to make money by selling the meals to friends. Um, Zhu then sold some of the meals for a cut price to his classmates while also eating them himself. Fucking Scarface over here. What? Yeah. So he's he was, selling chicken he was, now? <laughs> he was hawking that yeah. chicken. Yeah. He was giving it to his friends. He was selling it to his classmates. Using his own supply, though. He got greedy. That's true. Got into it. He got in too deep. Couldn't handle it. Well, and then he maybe, shouldn't have shend, sh- maybe he shouldn't have shared the glitch with his friends. His friends, who exploited the glitch in a similar fashion, got away with free food worth between 1,000 pounds and 5,200 uh, each. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I would probably, I guess you, you just shouldn't tell your friends anything. You know, they just are going to fuck it up for you. Yeah. Whatever right. secret you have, don't just keep it to yourself. Bury it deep down inside, and then maybe you won't go to jail for two and a half years for stealing chicken. Yeah, just keep it your own little happy little secret. You can share share chicken with your friends, but just don't tell them how you keep getting the chicken. No, the great chickle, chicken embezzlement of 2018. Yes. Chickle. Well, he is now, <laughs> I believe that he has now been released, so... Yeah. Well done, Zoo. I bet he feels like, I don't know, I couldn't imagine what a shitty thing to go to jail for. You're in there with fucking murderers and thieves, like real thieves and stuff. Like, what are you in here for? Well, you know, I just realized that if I kept clicking this one button, I got free chicken and, you know, I did it. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. (laughs) Now bend over. Oh, (laughs) no. You know he was a bitch. No. Yeah, he he was on the wrong side of the caboose, if you get my drift. Down in jail for being a chicken thief. That's a bold assumption. I don't know. You don't know. (laughs) Zoo, you know, Zoo was, he was hustling. He was, he was conniving. Yeah, maybe he was selling drugs in prison. Oh my gosh, maybe. Okay, yeah. (laughs) I'm just saying you got to find your niche or you'll get killed. That's, That's what prison is, right? Well, wherever he's at, I hope he's doing well. 
I bet you he's probably not super into KFC anymore. No, probably not. But I applaud this man for stealing from the rich and giving it to the poor and selling it for some reason. Which, Modern day Robin Hood. Yeah. The, the great chicken thievery. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's all the stories that I have for you today. Wonderful, Emily. Um, that Sorry, was great. COVID vaccine. Burn. That was it. That's all I could do. That's the end of the episode. That's it. Goodbye. Goodbye forever. <laughs> At least no. Uh, that was that was fun. I enjoyed that. I'm curious. I can't wait to see more about the UFOs. Yes. And speaking of it, I don't think I actually ever officially said that two weeks from today. Um, and when I say today, I mean May 18th. So June 1st is the day. The day. The, the holy day. Day when we're supposed to know all the, the things reckoning. that the government knows about. Yeah, yeah, which is yes. probably, uh, hopefully, more than we already know. I think it's going to, here's what I predict is going to happen. I think that two weeks from now, they're going to release a bunch of stuff, but I think that they're going to release, like, everything, including, like, false reports. Oh, like, they're going to jump it all in together. Uh-huh. Yeah. I guarantee. I guarantee that they just give us a mass of fucking text and that the internet heroes will have to sift through it and pick out what has actually, what we've actually yeah. What has actually been discovered from these materials. But, yeah. Yeah. UFOs in particular, that happens a lot where it seems like there's a little bit of truth scattered in a whole bunch of uh, false stuff. Exactly. So you you could be on something there. We might end up with more questions than answers. I hope that's not the case. But Marco Rubio's leading it, and he's not that bright. So, you know, uh, I'm going to take what I can get, I guess. Yeah. I think we'll take what we can get and then just, like, look to our fellow cryptid UFO community to help figure out or to help, like, shake out the truth. Oh, yeah. Trust me. There's going to be a lot of sweaty dudes over the next couple of months just picking through that. Oh, yeah. I'm here for it. Let's do it. All right. That's it. Thanks, everyone, who's listened to our mini-sodes and our moving mini-sodes. We're so glad we get to do a normal episode for you later this week. If you want some more content, though, be sure to join our Discord. You can find a link to that on Instagram and Twitter. We post all sorts of spooky stories, weird news articles. We post links to uh, our episode sources, which I really like, and it gives you a chance to look into the stuff that we're looking at firsthand, which I think is really cool. And we're on there all the time, so please come join us. You can find the link to our Discord on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore LRH underscore pod. You can find us on Facebook at the LRH Pod, and you can reach us via email at the LRH Show at gmail.com. If you want to contribute to the podcast, find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash the LRH Podcast. Join one of our tiers, get some merch, get uh, special recognition in the Discord if you choose to join, and all sorts of other goodies that are going to be coming as we continue to develop our uh, our tiers for our patrons. So thank you uh, once again to all of our patrons. We love you we love so you much. Thank you for your believing in us as much as you do. Also, don't forget to look us up on YouTube and give us some likes and subscribe to our channel. Uh, we got 24 subscribers over there now. Woo! I don't know if it's you, the, the listeners, or just random people on YouTube. YouTube seems to be like a different breed of person that's just over there watching those videos. Definitely. But go over there and subscribe to our channel, and that'll help us get more eyes on the show. And we would, uh, we just want to get our, our message out there to as many people in the world as we can. And lastly... If whatever you're listening to, please, if you can leave a review, do it. It's going to help us more than you could ever know. I would really, really. We've been stuck at 29 interviews on Apple Podcasts for fucking a month now. Reviews. What did I say? Interviews. Oh, okay. Reviews. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got to get some more. I want to see a nice, even 3,000 by the end of the month. And, <laughs> even uh, just to get to that 30 would be Yeah, beautiful. it would be really cool. And that's going to help us get on the new podcast page. Once we're there, oh, we've made it. Yeah, man. So, uh, if you can, do that too, and that would be great. And that's it. 
that's all the things. Yeah. Um, so tune in later this week. We're going to have an actual full size Woo-hoo. episode for you um, that we're stoked to bring to you. So yeah, keep an eye out for that. And It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, it's going to be great. But until then, as always, join us next time on The Long Road Home. Goodbye. We'll see you later. We'll see you later this week, everyone. Thanks, Bye-bye. everybody. And a wild crocodile. <laughs>